Good morning and welcome to another episode of Morning Fog with Dr. Mark and Liz. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Mark. How are you today? I am absolutely epic today. Love it. Love it. Love it. It is a fantastic morning and we have an awesome topic to talk about. So I say, let's just get it going. Exactly. You know, just the other day in our podcast on the full spectrum communication, we brought up a line by George Bernard Shaw, which is one of our favorites, which is just so illustrative of human communication. And the famous playwright and poet George Bernard Shaw said that the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it takes place. And during that podcast, we talked about body language. And today we're going to talk about an extraordinarily important part because in full duplex communication, there's a give and take. And if we are not truly understanding what's said, then it really doesn't matter what is being said. We have to work to understand it. And so we're going to talk today about active listening and that's really huge component of communication. Well, the reason it's so big is because we as human beings all want to know that we're being heard and understood. And a lot of times we don't do this on purpose. A lot of times in communication, we get so caught up in what we want to say next to the other person or a question that we may have that we're not even hearing what the other person is saying because we already have some type of response. Active listening is really listening to hear the other person and not just hear them, but to understand them and to listen with the intention of understanding. And that take that's a skill. I mean, it's not something that you just overnight do because again, our brains, we have words going on in our brains that are so much faster than we talk. So if they're, you know, brains have like 800 something words going on, you know, maybe we get a hundred of them out and- So that's why we often try, that's why people interrupt people. That's why a lot of times we don't really have that full duplex communication. So if you really want to communicate with somebody you love and you really want to have a great connection, you really need to listen carefully to what they say. And today we're going to be talking about techniques of active listening and how you go about it. It's important to know that in order to truly connect with whoever you're talking to, whether it's in business, whether it's an intimate relationship, whether it's your kids, your friends, whatever, it really requires to slow down a little bit, which is hard for a lot of us, and take the time to truly hear what the person's saying and to understand. And it's also to improve the communication between both parties. So if you are a person who's really, you know, says, I'm a good listener, I'm a good listener, part of having a a really successful conversation with somebody else is to show them that you're a good listener. So that way they can potentially gain that skill as well. And, and feel, you know, that give you the opportunity to be heard. So it's, it's one last thing. Good listening is not merely being quiet. It's not merely just sitting back and being quiet. No. And, and, and the, the real crux with what you just said, I just want to point out and highlight it is that, 
It's understanding the total meaning. It is understanding everything, the emotions, the intention of that communication, not just the words and not just a superficial understanding of the words, but everything behind it. And that's why active listening takes energy. Mm, It definitely does. And it takes practice because again, it's not something that we're taught. We're not taught to actively listen. We're just taught to talk. (laughs) And that's what we do. We talk, talk, talk. So So let's go through what are some really good techniques around active listening. So everybody who's listening out there can start to think about how to improve your communication with other people. Exactly. You know, there's a a very famous book that uh, looks at, and it was originally for, for warfare, and then it was understood that it was really important in business. And really, we can take something from it for all of our communication. And that is Sun Tzu and the art of war. And Sun Tzu admonished, I guess, that, you know, choose the day and time and place of your battle. Well, it's not a battle, but if you want a meaningful conversation, you've got to set the stage. So you've got to choose the right place, the right time. As best you can, the more important the subject matter, make sure that the location is a place that you won't be interrupted by noise or distractions. If, if you can, if it's a really important conversation, maybe silence your phone or, or turn off the TV, or at least decide that you're not going to answer it unless it's an emergent call. So setting that stage for a meaningful conversation is really one of the first and most foundational components for active listening. And the second one is to be attentive. So what does being attentive mean? It doesn't just mean being quiet, like we said before, it means really focusing on what the other person is saying. You know, as we said, most people don't listen to understand, we listen to reply. So being attentive is about listening to truly understand. Instead of anticipating what the person's going to say next, truly just listen and stay in the moment. You know, the the other side of that is, as you pointed out before, again, just to, to highlight it, so many of us when we're involved in conversation are looking at how we can respond, how we can retort. And really, you've just got to be in that moment to listen. Yeah, absolutely. And when you're when you're truly listening, um, you know, eye contact is important. Make sure that that you're looking a person in the eye. When when a person is talking and they're not looking you in the eye, it almost feels like that what you're saying doesn't matter or what they're saying doesn't matter if you're not looking them in the eye. So that's something really important to think about too when you're having these when you're trying to actively listen, when you're trying to really communicate with somebody. And, you know, part of that comes down to just respect for the, you know, we we live in an age in which, you know, the cancel culture is, is hitting everywhere. And, you know, we don't respect other people of, of different ideas or, or diverse opinions, but then we can't ever find a middle ground. We can't understand how to bring ourselves together. So whether it's again, an intimate relationship and you just happen to see things differently or a business one or something that has to do with uh, with maybe more emotional topics sometimes we have more in common than we will allow ourselves to see so by respecting the speaker and paying attention both to verbal as well as to the nonverbal cues going back to the full spectrum communication body language is critical their facial expressions their eyes the posture, what they're doing with their hands, what you're doing with your hands and your eyes. All this provides important details. Absolutely. And 
the next one really is to, this is really important because as you said, you want to pick the place and the time of the, of the battle. And we say that in quotes, because it's not, it's about having a constructive conversation and communicating clearly. You're not trying to have confrontation or anger. It's not about winning. It's about really trying to understand where the other person's coming from. And so, so what you need to also remember is to keep your attitude in check when you're having these kinds of conversations, because it's not a right or wrong. It's, truly trying to understand where the other person is coming from. You know, one of the most challenging things in the, in the world is to, is to be in the place of having a tough conversation. Sometimes what we call a crucial converse, conver, conversation. And uh, that's a tough word every once in a while. Now I get this <laughs> together. And to maintain a level of decorum to understand it's not win or lose. It's not right or wrong. So many of us get into the place and we close ourselves off by being in a place that we need to have the final word. We need to be right. And we don't always need to be right. We have to accept that maybe there's an alternative way to look at something. The six or the nine is, as we frequently talk about, one of the best ways to do that is to limit your judgment. When you're judgmental. You can't be compassionate. You can't understand. So try to avoid allowing your personal preferences to affect how you listen. Try to keep your personal beliefs from clouding the speaker's statements. They become these overarching ideas that really kind of color in your hue what you're hearing when that may not be exactly what is meant. It may have been meant by a sentence two or three before, but now they've moderated and you're still back in the, in the mindset that you were creating previously. Try your best to be compassionate to the understanding of what is being said and why it's being said and not being in a judgmental position. And you'll typically wind up being a lot more influential in your discussions. I'm sorry, Liz. Yeah, no, and and honestly, being open minded to to learn more. You know, we we get so close, we have our blinders on. You know, and our way is the way. You know, and that's it's when you when you really start to actively listen and you allow other people to explain where they're coming from and what they're talking about. You, you know, it only expands your mind too. So, the next one is don't jump to conclusions. You know, don't make assumptions, as Mark said, don't make judgments about what they said. Find out the facts, ask questions. Um, you know, we all have these opinions of when we, you know, if you see somebody who's dressed poorly, you know, you might assume if you're walking in, down the streets of the city, maybe that they're homeless or whatever. These are all assumptions. These are all, you know, we make, a, when somebody comes in with a, a frown on their face, we just assume that they're not a happy person. Well, maybe they just had a bad morning. You know, that's, we just jump to these assumptions really quickly. And by being more open-minded to learn about somebody else, to really have that intimate connection is just so much of a deeper relationship than just these surface type conversations. That is really, really important because again, judgment, assumptions, they, they really cloud our ability to understand. And they also wind up coloring the discussion. Another important point is to make sure that we hold space. 
Refrain as best you can from interrupting. Hold space, allow them to feel level of, of openness to the discussion. Some ideas, again, doesn't have to be a confrontational discussion, but holding space allows someone to feel free to express some ideas, to potentially try to problem solve and to bring in their genius before you potentially as a leader or then espousing your ideas. So you will always get the best from someone when they're able to bring forth what they're thinking about and to do it unrestrained in a way so that you hear the fullness of their thoughts. That is always important in, in business communications. Again, certainly if you're the leader, but it is important in personal communications as well. Absolutely. And another one is maintain focus. How many times have you been in a conversation with somebody where they're, where you lose eye contact, where you feel like they're, you know, they're fidgeting with something or they're looking at their, or they go to their phone and they may be listening to you, but they're looking at their phone. It certainly doesn't make you feel like you're being heard. So when, you know, it goes along with the respect, but it also is try and stay present, try and stay focused. You know, if you, if you lose track of a conversation, you're going to come across as uncaring and whether that's in business or you said, or, or personal relationships, that's, you know, really going to impact how somebody feels about you. 100% regarding understanding what's being said and also how people will feel about you. Being inquisitive is so important. Asking those clarifying questions. So not being con- the conductor of an inquisition, but being inquisitive, asking seeking understanding. If you don't ask, or, or I'm sorry, if you don't understand what is exactly being said, then, then ask. Ask the questions. Um, ask them in an even tone of voice. When the person who you're speaking with pauses, seek that understanding. Report back to them and be able to say, this is what I'm, this is what I'm hearing. Is, is that what you're meaning to say? Or, or, you know, I understand this is what you're saying. Give them the ability to, to literally think about what it is that, you know, they're saying and, and to understand exactly where you are so they have a chance to correct it. And another one, and we said this before, and we've done podcasts on this before, is body language. So we can proactively communicate with someone just by using nonverbal cues. So somebody knows that you're really paying attention to them if you look them in the eye, which is something that we we talked about. Another thing is if it's a really serious conversation or somebody is emoting something that might be very vulnerable, maybe reach out and touch them on the shoulder or if it's an intimate partner on the hand, touch their hand or their their leg to just feel that connection, that, that human contact connection. And another one, and we all, most of us do do this, but it's something to really think about, which is nodding your head. Nodding your head shows that you're listening. And when it feels good to know that somebody's listening to you. So when somebody's nodding, I know I love it. If somebody's nodding their head when I'm talking, I do feel that I'm really being heard. And what I have to say matters to them. 100%. And I guess one of the last ones is, is 
pretty simple, but most of us don't really do it. And that's to echo back, to repeat what you've heard. That lets the speaker know that you're actually listening to them. It again gives them the chance to clarify any miscommunication, but it really lets them know that you're paying attention. I heard you say this. And this is not necessarily asking those clarifying questions. That, that was another step, but just, I, I heard you say this. Or, wow, I, I get it. This is, this is how you look at this. Just a statement back to let them know that you're actually paying attention. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if you're actively using your brain power to remember and to understand what's being said, the fact is, is that by default, you won't be racing your thoughts ahead to how you can retort or reply because you're going to be spending that moment, that brain power to listen and to hear what they say so you can repeat it back. And by doing that, you're actually processing what they said. So you're thinking about it. So that's a really important part is to repeat back what you have heard them say. And I love that you said using your brain power, because again, this is not something that people naturally do. I should say in general, there are people who naturally do, but in general, most people don't understand truly what, what good communication is. So it is going to take some brain power. So have a little bit of compassion for yourself, be kind to yourself as you're practicing it, but really set the intention with every conversation you have. So you can have those deeper, more connected relationships and a better understanding of where other people come from. And, you know, I, I, I love that. So with every conversation you have, so who is that? Your spouse, your significant other, your business partner, your coworker, your family, your children, your neighbor next door. Every person that you are talking with or they're talking with you, you and they will both benefit from learning and using these simple, I mean, really, these are simple active listening techniques. And it's not a matter of a lot of hard work, but it is a little bit of work. But you will reap huge benefits if you just go ahead and you literally pay attention to what the person's saying, and you have a desire to understand all of the communication, the emotion, the thought, the strategy, the background, all those pieces come into something that's being said to you. And they give you an opportunity to get to know somebody so much better. Exactly. So, so <laughs> this was an absolutely wonderful conversation. Liz, enjoyed uh, listening to what you were saying. And uh, we look forward to next time. All right. So have a wonderful day. You too. Bye-bye.